Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of Freedom Nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code Rob. W10. That's R O B W10 for some immediate savings. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob. You, sir, are Arlo. And again, back behind the mic, uh, we have Cousin Johnny. I'm glad you said it because I was about to call you something different. <laughs> it takes him a good month before he does. gets into it. He was auto for a little while, and then... Uh, I was... Whatever that... Auto, yeah, the, the Caddyshack. So or, what came to mind right then? Probably your God, your government name. Yeah, he screwed that up. One yeah, time. I might, have, I might, have, I might have touched your government name out there. I was calling. Uh, Got to keep the alias up. That's right. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> Gentlemen, a lot of crazy things going in the world today. Uh, so we wanted to get back, uh, kind of get off the heavy stuff. Sign, sign, and sign. That's about the ugliest dude I ever seen in my life. Singing I took my hair under my hat. <laughs> bad it ain't on video if it's on video if we had somebody smart enough to work a camera in this room uh we'd be videoing until we get the right equipment we're just gonna put a we're gonna put a hiatus on that so but uh please go ahead and continue enjoying patreon because you're still getting episodes before everybody else does and it's still got ads in it sorry i ain't smart enough to edit so. <laughs> what's been going on with y'all how was your father's day gentlemen it was good i had a. Uh... I did nothing. Yeah. Which was brilliant. Brilliant, I tell you. Sometimes that's all you need, just a good lazy day. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's like five out of my seven days are a Father's Day. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. I might might need a do-over. Hope next year's better. Let's just say that. I actually got one hell of a, a bourbon kit. Yeah. It makes the old fashions. Yeah. Does it, you, yeah. put, you smoke it and it pops the smoke in it? No, 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 no. She uh, she did not spring for that one, but that one's in the cart. I hear that yeah. one's coming. Okay. Uh, but this one, this one's impressive. Um, it was awesome. It came with everything, even the bitters and everything down to it. So kudos to the girlfriend. She took care of me. Uh, we, we're about down to the bottom of this uh, sweet wheat bottle here, this 1792, some of the best stuff I've ever tasted in my life. 
Um, and it, we've got, I think we talked about this on a previous episode. We may be able to get that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you got a Costco membership, we got a guy on the inside that says Costco's single barrel goes down the same assembly line. And it's so, a half price. Yeah, so we may be uh we may be hitting that up. So giving that a shot. We at least need to test the theory. We need, I mean, we need I mean if I need to a, bow out now and go ahead and go get a bottle, I can come back. <laughs> I promise <laughs> drive all the way to Kennesaw and back. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. We'll be out. Best part is I'll show up with one bottle full, but that didn't count the bottle of the drink on the way back. <laughs> the one that's under the seat <laughs> of the car. <laughs> Boy, I did I swear. that. I did that one night. We had a we bought a TV Xbox combo for my son for christmas one time and i had to wait for something i can't remember what i had to wait on so i went across the street to uh what's that big liquor store in kennesaw though uh i know what you're talking about it's yeah they got grocery carts yes yes yes, yes 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 and so i went over there and that's when miller light released those little pony bottles son <laughs> bad idea bad idea. real bad idea <laughs> I think we've all been there. We've all had a bad idea. It sounded like a great idea. Y'all watch this. <laughs> and then you just keep going, and it keeps getting better, going, God, this is the best thing I had ever thought about. Yeah. In the words of the coach, in my mind, you feel great after six beers. Why don't you add six more? Yeah. If I feel this good after six, it's exponentially going to increase here. If not, that it's going to take me two days to recover. <laughs> if I drink I'm old. No, if I drink six, uh, six beers right now, I would be sick. And I'd have a headache, and uh, I would probably want to sleep a week to, to recover. So. It'd, t- it'd take at least two to three days. Don't it's mean, not like it used to. You know, you'd wake up in the morning, pop some Advil, drink a red Gatorade. You were good to go. You remember back in the day, man, when you go to the Mexican restaurant and you get those monster, were they, were they, were those monster mug beers? Like, Shit. Just oh. when I came knock back. Knock them down. Like yes. four or five of them and not be like, okay, it's time to go to Rio Bravo. <laughs> move <laughs> on to the next Move place. on to the next place. When God. I came back. How am I alive? From college still? in 97, El Zarape downtown, you could get a $1.75 pitcher in Miller Lite, and they would serve one single person a pitcher. Y'all, there's no telling how many $10 bills I laid on the counter. I tell this story when, uh, you know, Applebee's was the only place that there was to drink, you know, when I was, you know, when I was able to drink, old enough to drink, and uh, it stuck a tack in my foot. Um, and then it was me. My friend Kevin, Chad, John, I think it was four of us. And between the four of us, we drank 14 pitchers of beer. And after the 11th pitcher, the waitress tried to cut us off. And our friend Chad showed out and said, get the manager over here. So the manager goes over and he goes, he's like, we pay the light bill in here every month. You're going to cut us off? He's like, you got to ride home? We're like, yeah. And he's like. Keep them coming. <laughs> Did we have a ride home? Nope. nope. No, sir. Nope. That's where you flip the coin and go, all right, who's doing it tonight? And then we burned our bridge because they had like a little like a little music thing out there. It was in the summertime. I think it was around 4th of July, actually, and they had a little band playing out back, and they had a cooler of beer back there, and it said free beer on it. So Chad and PJ backed PJ's Jeep up. To, that bitch to up. The, no, they, they got the whole cooler and drove off. <laughs> They drove off with a whole cooler of beer, and we got in trouble for that. I di- I didn't get in trouble, but uh, I was not I was not uh, guilty by association. Yeah, exactly. I I was not in anybody's good favor after that moment. I'm so. assuming you won the argument if you put a sign up that says "free beer." Well, I mean, could you I mean, could you argue it? <laughs> and then I remember going to their house too. Like if, 
every time, you know, the Lost Brutalis item West Rome, mm-hmm. and before they closed in the balcony, like they would drink like their big monster beer, and then they'd drop the mug off in the bushes. <laughs> And then we leave. They go out there, and so if you went to their house, they had just a refrigerator. Full they had nothing house. but chilled mugs. <laughs> like the whole thing was full of chilled mugs. So, but yeah, they tore their ass up on those uh, on those mugs. Well, let's get into uh, this little story right here. I think you guys will enjoy it. Thank God I was on the wrong right side of the board there. <laughs> on today's worth of Florida. An angry Florida man pulls a gun on a drive-thru worker because they forgot to put cream cheese on his bagel, according to Miami Garden Police. The employee just happened to be the daughter of the police, the police chief of the whole of the yeah yeah. Not a good not a good move. Police said the man came back angry at Starbucks drive-thru because they messed up his order, uh, and then he returned to the window screaming at the employees. She asked uh, whether he had paid for cream cheese or not, and at that point he became enraged and he pulled out a handgun. He said, "Yeah, bitch, I paid for the cream cheese." Um, traumatized the twenty-three-year-old girl. Uh, the the chief's daughter told the police that the man did not point the gun at her, but she feared that he would uh, hurt her if she did not give him the cream cheese. She feared for her life. It was so upsetting to me to know that someone would go to that length over cream cheese. Over cream cheese not being on the bagel. Did they name him? No. The woman gave the man his cream cheese as he drove away. According to the police, he said uh, he grabbed a gun and waved it in the air because it was falling out of his pocket, but he did not threaten the woman. Wait a minute. It's it's falling it's falling out of his pocket in the air. Is this cartoons? <laughs> you know, like they got a <laughs> gun. And, yeah, I mean, you just drop the gun and it's like spinning in the air. Uh, this suspect uh, will face several charges, including aggravated assault with a firearm, as he was being held on a ten thousand dollar bond. It is unclear as if he has an attorney that will uh, represent him, and no one is there to comment on his charges. What if what it's, if it had been like in Texas, and she pulled out like a three fifty seven, said, "Why, Johnny Ringo? You look like somebody <laughs> done walked over your grave." Pull that smoke wagon, skin it, yeah, skin, skin it. back that skin smoke it. wagon to see what happens. Yeah, I know. I say this about every other episode we reference that movie but um uh, that whole scene ad-libbed they did not write one line really for him i didn't know that really they just told him act like you're a damn asshole poker player and he pulled it off to a team God, he embodied it yeah i and the funny thing is there's a there was a ranker article about it was like 30-something things you didn't know about Tombstone. And, like, I was reading it going, I've watched this fucking movie a hundred times. I had no idea they made pepperoni pizzas. <laughs> I was dying. But that was the one that stuck out. Billy Bob Thornton did not have one line written in the script. Wow. Didn't have a single line. He just ad-libbed it all. And they told uh, Kurt Russell, said, whatever he does, you have to go with. And Kurt yeah. was like, okay. And it was probably the best. I mean, one of the best scenes in the movie. First 15 minutes. It sets the tone. You're going to skin that smoke wagon or you're going to sit there and bleed. Yeah. Mister, I'm getting tired. (laughs) 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 And go to go back to somebody that ad libs a lot. Uh, I used to get standard, but I think she's funny now. She's pretty talented as Melissa McCarthy. Like if you ever watched any of her movies. Most of the stuff she does in every movie is ad lib. The tic tac. They turn her loose, man. That whole tic tac thing. (laughs) Yeah. Have y'all seen the Chiefs' balls? <laughs> it's a little tic-tac shape. 
<laughs> I mean, she's she's good. She is. And I didn't know that. Uh, Brittany had told me that and she's like, she ad-libs. They let her do. I think there's some stuff, because, you know, she plays Ursula. Uh, she's on the Little Mermaid, the new one. She's getting some heat. Is she is she really? Man, she's for being a part of it. Oh, because oh wow. Well, I thought she was great. I thought she did a good job. So, anyways, that's uh, that's uh, you know, what do we say in Florida? What do we say every single time down in Florida? If you just, can imagine it, it's you, already happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it, Pornhub. It is. <laughs> if you can think it up, it's already there's a video for it. So, yeah. Fucking porn up. Cream cheese. Wow. Cream cheese. Cream cheese applies to both, I guess. Cream cheese and a handgun. Golly. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Golly. Here's something else crazy that happened. Uh, Baby Rexa. Yeah, I don't know if you, if anybody uh, listens to her type of music. Uh, she's the one that did the remake of that I'm Blue song that makes me want to run my car into a ditch or hit, hit up a telephone pole going about 55 miles an hour over the speed limit. And then she also sings with the Florida Georgia Line. It's that meant to be, meant to be song. Uh, she was in concert. Was it this weekend? She was up singing. Yeah, it was this uh, weekend. She was getting down, you know, singing her song. And some dude in the crowd, some angry drunk frat boy, I guess, uh, decided. Named Kyle. He was <laughs> drinking a monster. Yeah. <laughs> a monster mixed with Jaeger monster, probably. Uh, he just rears back and chunks his phone up there and cracks her right in the face with it. And we're talking about damn stitches. Like she is bleeding and Laid, has to be escorted yeah. off. That, this at what point in time does somebody? There is no way you could make that shot. No, nine he couldn't do it again nine if he tried. Nine out of ten, he couldn't no. do it. But yeah, if you look, there's a video out there, and she's walking up on stage, and she's singing, and dude, you could not hit a more perfect headshot with a cell phone if you tried. Yeah, right there, it was right above the left eye. Yeah, melted her, just cracked it. Yeah. She went down in a heap, and uh, then she got up, uh, and, and of course she wanted her fans to know she was okay, and she posted a picture of her shiner on Instagram with the stitches and the tape. And it's nice; it's a nice one. <laughs> it's, I mean, what is wrong with people? What the hell's going on? There's no consequences. There's no for consequences. Their well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when you ask the guy why the hell he did it, what was his response? I thought it'd be funny. See, I mean, you there is no way you worry about consequences if that's your damn response. If I Call my dad from jail. And he says, what What are you in jail for? I'm like, I ate a chick at a concert while she was singing with a cell phone. And he would say, uh, was it Alanis Morissette? And, no, I'm just kidding. He would, He would. would. I wouldn't want to stay in jail. Like, I, I wouldn't even call my dad. A buddy of mine got a DUI, and the first call has to be collect. No. And, and when they said, a phone call from, record your name, he said, daddy, don't hang up. <laughs> And he did. <laughs> Didn't say and his so, name, just said, Daddy, don't hang up. <laughs> and so he looked at the guard and he goes, sorry, dude. He hung up and he goes, try it again. It picked up. Daddy, don't hang up. Click. <laughs> See, that On the third try, he finally got him to give. He said, give me 60 seconds. He goes, that's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> Time starts now. And it supposedly, allegedly, <laughs> in the soundproof drunk tank, he could hear his daddy walk in and go, if the son of a bitch ain't got $40 in his wallet, you can keep the motherfucker till he's arraigned. It's a $100 bill. Oh, my and he God. Said, he was sitting in there going, I got paid. I got 60 bucks. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, just it goes back to the whole thing we've been talking about probably almost two years now. People are just doing all this outlandish stuff. 
and there's no consequences. And then you got, uh, you got the FAFO chart. Yeah. 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 There's a new video. Nobody's out finding out. There's a new video out there. This old boy found out real quick. It appears in the video, his girlfriend or wife has come to her sister or her brother's house and they've got a ring door camera mm-hmm. and he's trying to break the door down. And the guy tells him and the girl's like, walk away, walk away, walk. And she's screaming. And the guy goes, I have a gun. And he cracks that door. As soon as that door swings open, that son of a bitch opens fire. Yeah. He hits him four times. Yeah. yeah. Shot him three times in the back. Damn. Yeah. He died out and there then, on the cardboard. Then it, then, it cut, then it cuts to the guy with the chart, and he goes, we're about a nine on the F-O, F-A, and we're about a seven, eight. Well, actually, no. We're at a ten on the find out. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, like, what is, what's one thing that you did that you were absolutely terrified to call your dad and, and, and have a conversation oh, with Oh, no, no, about? no. I got a call. We... This is how stupid I was. <laughs> I was supposed to go spend the night with a buddy of mine, but I was I had been at my job, so it was just autopilot. Get off, go home. Yeah. I get almost home and I'm like, shit. I'm supposed to be and so I find a pay that's how long ago it was. I find a payphone, call his beeper, he calls the payphone. Good back. Lord. <laughs> my thought is I'm gonna park my car behind the church instead of where people park normally in our Murchie and it'll be okay. Well, I get changed, take a shower at his house. It's like 1145. <clears throat> Buddy of mine walks in and says, dude, your dad's looking for you. I, it, it, I did not. I just, I wanted to just sit there. Yeah. And I finally was like, finally got another payphone, called home and she goes, you better have your ass at the church. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> was it bad? It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. But see, despite what, you know, obviously people don't know our real names, but, you know, Arlo is my brother. So even though I'm Cousin Johnny, let's go ahead and be honest, is the relationship here. Wait, is I this was, an Alabama was, cousin brother thing? <laughs> yeah, the, it's it. just cousin brother. It's yeah, not the other brother. ER. I freaking knew it. But, but, the, but the crazy thing is, like, I was lucky because of the shit that he went through. He was the first phone call I made. Okay. So there is a life. So you learned. There's no, there's a lifetime full of blackmail that he holds the, he holds the Joker on. Dude, he can home. sit. No, I can sit here multiple times and say, <laughs> hell no, I'm not going to do it, Arlo. You cannot make me do it. And then he goes, hey, remember that time? I'm like, fuck, I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> there was a time I had come home from college to wash clothes. I didn't even lay eyes on him. I hear my mother go, well, you're home. Don't throw up on the carport. Instantly, I knew. Oh boy, got hold of some tequila. Ooh, and so to kill you, we went to lunch. She's like, "He just don't feel good." And I was like, "Feel good, my ass." I went in there, man. He's like the color of his green shirt he's got on, and I was like, "What'd you drink? Just some beers?" No, nope. what'd you drink? Well, we had some tequila, and I was like, "Well, you're gonna throw up about six more times." Yeah, but you're gonna have to eat something you want to see again six more times. But you got to get something down there. <laughs> The sad thing is, we was probably at the same bonfire drinking that <laughs> I same think we were. I think I'm we were. You good. know exactly. I know where exactly we where we were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those of you that know our merch, you cracker neck roast. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, best story ever. So we're going to Florida, <laughs> like, a, and then I'll tell my story. We were going to Florida. Just uh, it was me and that group of folks, and uh, we're going. We went through Alabama. They were doing some road construction. We're flying down the road. Okay, we get pulled over. 
I think me and one other person was of age. Everybody else was like 18, maybe 19. And we're all drinking, except for the person driving. I mean, every one of every one of us is drinking. Like in that big old, I want to say he had a, um, might have been a Tahoe or it might even have been an Expedition. I don't know. It was a big old, we have, it was me, that one, that one, that one, that one. There was, there was five, maybe six of us that was, no, there was maybe five people underage. Okay. So we're all pounding beers, trying in there. We get pulled over in Alabama. Probably, it looked like, uh, Smokey. No, like John Coffey from the Green Mile. He looked like a, what was that poor guy? Michael Clark Duncan, is that it? Mm-hmm. This big black state patrol guy. I'm talking like he's, he, he, he freaking had his shit starched. His shirt, he's, he's a walking like a robot. Got that hat bent down, you know, just perfect. Bad he, boys, bad he gets boys. up to the car and here we are, all of us in there. And he's like, he's stern. He's like very stern. And so the person driving was not drinking at all. And he didn't drink. You remember him? <laughs> yes, I do. So, um, <laughs> God dang it. So anyways, the guy's like, he gets a driver's license and, uh, wait, no, he was not driving. It was, it was, he wasn't driving, but he wasn't drinking because it was yeah, my heart. So it was, uh, older sister was driving and she gives the driver's license out the window and the insurance card. And he takes a look and he goes, and he just smiles, dude, like the Cheshire cat smile. And he goes, got me a bunch of crackers from the Cracker Neck Road from Georgia <laughs> right here. I, he said, I won't believe it. Nobody's going to believe it. Nobody's going to believe it. And he laughs like Showtime at the Apollo, like all the way back to his car, like, you know, like running our numbers. Like you can hear him just like, wow, he's like busting out laughing. Uh, but yeah, the the road they lived on was Cracker Neck Road. It was, and so we all a bunch of white people in the car, and he pulls over. He's like a bunch of crackers from Cracker Neck Road, and uh, he didn't even like that was it. That was the end of it. Like he, we it it like threw him off. He didn't even think to like start checking people see if they're drinking and checking for alcohol. And we got lucky that day. He was just fired up. Yeah, he he couldn't wait to get on the call and tell everybody he 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 pulled over some crackers from Cracker Neck Road. So I was driving an F one fifty one time through Fairmount. Old boy had to take his shirt off to hide a case of beer, and we're grown ass men. What? <laughs> he had one of them jacked up F two fifties, and he was going through a divorce, and we had the windows down. It was fall, and I was the only one that wasn't sipping. Come over the hill, and they were doing a license check, but they were also running radar. And you know, right there, coming from LJ back into Fairmount, it's yep. twenty five. Oh yeah, oh, it drops. Yeah, like you. And I was doing forty five. You get a speeder ticket. And I just went ahead and pulled over. Yeah, and he starts. That guy starts grinning. He walks up there and he goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "We're headed home. We've been to school." I said, "We're all getting our uh, masters." And he said, uh, "What's going on back there?" And I said, well, "Thank God we had the fucking windows down because old boy got his shirt off." And he said, "Man, it's hot." He said, "He's he's he said these young folk don't know about because he's silver. He looks a lot older than he is." Yeah. He said, these young folk don't know about these sweats that this, us older guys get. And he goes, damn. Oh, and it threw him off. He goes, damn, you right. Man, y'all don't know how I'm out here sweat. I've lost 20 pounds in this damn heat. And he said, just slow it down, son. I said, yes, sir. It's not my truck. I said, because here's my license, and that's his insurance. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, okay. That's our buddy. It looks like he's off of the OCC, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we, very, we very well could have went to jail, not made it to the beach that day for God, sure. So. so many ways like that. You think about all the times that you just got 
how the hell did we get out of that? How did you get home? How did I, I get home? home? No. How about why am I still alive? Yeah, I had even better. Them nights. Even better. Speaking of why are you still alive? Oh, Hunter Biden. Man. So, according to his lawyer, he's scot free. Uh, but <laughs> I think somebody else has some uh, has a different. Uh, Jim Jordan said they ain't done. <laughs> if you take I'm a not look finished. though. How much money? So I'm just getting started. He apparently has got he's 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 getting paid 1.3 million for the past two years that he didn't file taxes on. Was that what I was reading? Um, yeah, because it comes out to it was something crazy like 2.6 something total and hell. So apparently I messed up on my withholdings and they found me. He, he apparently <laughs> owed more than a hundred thousand. Like the president, yeah. yeah. Thanks, come after me for fifty-two dollars. Yeah, so a hundred thousand dollars that he—that's uh, all they're saying. A hundred thousand dollars in taxes that he hadn't—he uh, for the past two years he didn't file based on his taxable income of more than uh, one point five million annually. Of course, you know that's got everybody in an uproar. I mean, a complete uproar, as it should. I mean, because. Is that really the amount of money that he hasn't paid taxes on? No, no, absolutely not. So are we just getting it? Like we always say, we're getting our cookie. Here's your cookie. Go on. You know, don't ask questions. You can take your cookie and go on. But uh, people are, I mean, people are in an uproar, man. Like it's, it's just another, uh, it's just another one of those things that's going on that uh, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's not true. You know, it's, uh, it's criminal as hell, but what can you do about it? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, and the thing is, we talked off air. I think that story and the next one we're going to talk about, the Titanic sub, I think those are your two distractors from the first day of testimony on Capitol Hill today about who knew what about the steel dossier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. There's there's your two carrots to keep you. If you look look at at the left hand, you don't know what the right hand is doing. Um, He pled guilty uh, to two misdemeanors. For failing to pay taxes, uh, got a slap on the wrist. I don't even think he's he's not even they've not threatened with any type of jail time or probation or probation or nothing. nothing. They've said that he's pled down the felony weapons charge, but I don't think you can. I don't think that's a. I, I really you, don't. You think, would you would think not. Well, I don't think it is in that case. I think they've not filed the char- weapons charge, but his attorney was on MSNBC saying that he was a free man, they couldn't find anything wrong. And I'm like, couldn't find nothing wrong. Oh, also, somebody set up a website, HunterBidensLaptop.com. Oh, my God. And you could print out everything, all the pictures, movie, well, the like scary, everything. The scary and so thing. they shut that fucker down yesterday. Yeah. Said this, those of, of, you, of course they did. Said those man, of you that have bad. printed it out. Be good or be glad if you wanted to see it. Yeah, they're gonna figure out who actually created that, and they'll well, be suicided too. I mean, at some point, if you print that shit out, you're printing off child pornography. Yep. I mean, that's exact. I mean, no thanks, man. I mean, I don't want to download a video or or make a copy of anything off that laptop. No, and the thing is, WikiLeaks has it probably, but WikiLeaks is so weird, man. It's the old, it's the old internet when we were kids. The board, you got to click a file, and then it opens up another tree, and then that tree opens mm-hmm. up, and then you then there's documents you can see. I'm sure all that shit's on there, but that's another thing that's just crazy. In the day and age that we live in, where everything is instantaneous, you can't tell me that it's you can't 
you can't produce they it. can't produce it in a court of law. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I remember now. There's a couple of Instagram pages that I follow that are private. Uh, and I, like I said, we, you know, we talked about this groups before. I have no idea where they get what they get. No idea. Um, but they had leaked some of those some of those snippets of that Hunter Biden's laptop, some of the videos off of it. And man, I'm telling you right now, it is absolutely disturbing. Uh, and they, and the FBI knows it. Every CIA knows it. Everybody knows it. And nobody is doing, nobody's doing a damn thing about it. And they won't, you know, they and that what blows my mind. I mean, being an administrator and dealing with stuff in school, you got kids that have pics of, uh, other kids that are underage and the shit that they have to deal with and the charges that come on them. We're talking about something that adolescents are doing and the shit they go through. And here you got this guy with this stuff. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. is being done. And it, it it's it's very disturbing. And that, somehow Anthony Weiner's still alive. If that was Donald Trump Jr. Uh, done. done. Yeah. He would he probably had a firing squad on him. They'll get on a quick list of some people that actually uh did the same thing that uh Hunter Biden did as far as tax evasion goes. And they did not get a slap on the wrist. They actually spent a little jail time. Uh and I'll start out that list was Wesley Snipes. Uh you got Lauren Hill from the Fugees. Oh, what about the other dude from the Fugees? Prize. Where he was doing, uh, he's got dealings with China. He's like a spy. We ought to do a podcast on that guy. Uh, ja Rule, Nicholas Cage, Willie Nelson, Fat Joe, Pete Rose, Method Man, Chuck Berry, Lindsay Lohan, DMX, uh, OJ Simpson, Shakira. Shakira's in a mess. Yes. She's in a real bad way. She's so bad off, she won't go home. Yeah, she can't. Uh, and then, of course, the Chrisleys, those. Uh, those sassy little real estate agents from Georgia that's, uh, I don't know what, what channel are they on they at their show. They're in jail now. TLC. Yeah, they're in jail now. Uh, but they're in jail right now for tax evasion. And then the two big ones, uh, Martha Stewart spent a year in, or a half, a half of a year in, in, in federal prison. Uh, and then you got Al Capone, which done a lot of other nefarious things, but he went to jail for tax evasion. So it's, it's a lot of people is upset about it, you know? They should be. Yeah. And those are just prolific big names. When we're talking about you, 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 you know, had a little bit on your return or what was it? That yeah. You had? I, I, they changed how you could claim withholdings and I thought you could still claim one, meaning it was just a little bit more mm-hmm. on your check. No, mm-hmm. it meant they took no federal tax out. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's what's going we on. on the installment plan. And I feel that I feel the same way with you I, and this next story with this, uh, this group that's, uh, out fishing, not fishing, but. <laughs> they're fishing for they them fishing now, for them now. Fishing it's for a group them. that went out looking uh i don't know what the name of the what was the what do you know the name of the group ocean this, ocean gate ocean something yeah ocean something like that so this they this this billionaire british businessman paid what two hundred thousand dollars it's two it's either two hundred thousand or one hundred fifty thousand per seat it seats five plus the pilot and they had just come back like a, a whole group of scientists that had just come back, and this was the second group going down to look, and they were going to do, they're looking at how it broke up because now they're saying they don't think the original theory of them striking the iceberg the way it's been told happened. They're thinking that it basically cut a gash down the keel. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And so it was a catastrophic, you know, because for years they thought it just filled up those two boilers and then mm-hmm. it, the broken broke half. in half. They're thinking now that it cut a gash down it 
and it flooded all of it and then it oh then it was top or front heavy mm-hmm. and um the bow is broke and so the stern or the yeah the stern's ass end up it still broke the way they think it's just how the water came in is different and then of course you know they had the conspiracy theories that the they they sabotaged the whole thing to collect the insurance money off of it too that was a whole that's a whole big other thing that they're talking about too now or that it's been talked about not just now but anyway so these this group of people had a like a small sub you're able to go down and uh and i guess just kind of view the wreckage you know and these people paid money to go down to do it What's stupid though on this is they were. I watched something last night saying that this is not like your other submersible subs where you can blow the hatch from the inside. They actually take a damn pneumatic air gun and bolt the damn lid on the or the ass end on it. Well, yeah. it's because you're going 12,000 feet down. And I had forgotten, you know, I was talking to my wife last night about when the Titanic sank. I didn't realize when it hit that iceberg it was past the shelf. And so the shelf drops and it didn't fall all the way down in the bottom of the trench. It fell on one of the shelves, but it's still, like he said, 12,000 feet. And that's why they couldn't find it. Yeah. There's nothing down there. Like there's, there's nothing down there. But now this, this, uh, this, uh, submarine has, has apparently went rogue and it's, it had all the fail safes, the way it, the, when it originally broke, had all these fail safes that if it didn't, if they lost communication within so many hours, it would inflate ballast and surface and then communication with Starlink, they could radio back. That's not happened. So now they think that it's, they've had a catastrophic failure or a line got tangled in something and it either, they are just stuck down there or it snapped that line and they're in the the ocean, deep ocean current, and there's no telling where they Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just blowing them out. To Which is what's way. bad. All these people that work for OceanGate, they've been talking about how they have been warning people about how <laughs> communication in these subs is terrible. Every time they've gone down, they've had issues with communication. So it's like all this stuff's coming out and exposing all the problems that they've had. They control it with a damn PlayStation remote control. Yep. Like a remote control from a video console. Yeah, and they said there was a guy making a huge deal out of that, and somebody said, look, that's not as uncommon as you think. He said, we have servicemen and women sitting in front of a computer monitor with those joysticks piloting drones. So, And that sound means I should have hit the don't make noise button. Sorry, guys. But, um, so they, but they did say that you would think with that amount of money – they're making per sub trip. You could update. Yes. That, yes. Think. Absolutely. Uh, I think the last terrifying thing that I heard from this whole deal was sonar was picking up banging and beating. Yeah. And they've the got even like two hours ago, they're already getting more banging noises because they're essentially within what? 24 hours running out of oxygen. Yeah. Could you imagine? Have, have y'all seen the inside of what this sub looks like? Oh, it's like a I would be water losing coffin. my fucking mind. Yeah, right it's like now. a coffin. And knowing they've been in there that long. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, got to use the bathroom. I mean, yeah. how are we doing this? How's this working? I'd be, I'd literally be, would be losing my mind. I guarantee you my so my shorts was already sold as uh, soon as yes. they said, "Uh oh." My thing is, I want to know what the protocol was before they embarked. What what's the safety protocol in case this happened? Is there something on board that you can retrieve? Or is there something that you can have? That's what I don't understand. Why can't there be something on this? Even if you look, say, the shuttle, for instance, there is an abort button. You hit the abort button, it goes back. It it has a pattern that it follows that is predetermined flight pattern 
where it will go back. How does this sub not have that where the shit goes sideways and you don't hit that button and say, all right, well, fuck it. We just went the wrong way. Get me home. Yeah. This thing's Which makes you go back to what you said. There's got to be some kind of line that's tangled or something that's impeding them being able to move. And, th- but that goes to my point of as this company making that kind of money, you're, what are they? They're inside a hundred miles from Newfoundland. There's not anything within a two day travel period that can get down there. There's nothing, no. And the, and then the military, you can't tell me we don't have a sub in the area. Well, how do you not have a spare sub for something like this? Happening? That's what like, I'm saying. We got yeah. one sitting on deck going, all right, it went sideways. Let's drop this one down so we can go save mm-hmm. it. That, that makes no sense. That's what I don't understand. And can you, I mean, that's kind of like going back to the whole Titanic, not having enough, you know, lifeboats. Can I mean, you, can you save it though? Can, what are you going to, how are you going to pull it from the bottom? I don't think you can. I don't either. But my thing is, you know, Ballard dove back down with somebody, and they had the big arms, basically like the robot arms. Mm-hmm. There's not something there that you can grab that line and then basically run that. Basically, like you're running a, your hand up a line. You got it, but you're just letting it slide so you can get to the top. Hey, I got the line. Hand it off. But based on the design of this sub, there are no arms. Yeah. It literally is. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. There's not a... You don't have that sub that I'm talking about readily available to go down there and try to... That's the other thing. I just... There's some fishy shit going on. There's just no... To me, even if they know where it's at, there's no way to retrieve it. There's not There's not a way to retrieve it. Well, this time tomorrow... No, Friday is a a recovery. Yeah, recovery. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a... Because let me just say this: if we could pull stuff off the bottom down there, that why have they not pulled anything off that? Like you that's know, that's what I don't. That's yeah. my biggest yeah. question. Yeah. Yep. It's just I think at this point they're trying to, they're trying to like candy coat a terrible situation. Uh, it's right? just it's just going to get worse. That's yeah. what's bad about it. I mean, it's it's not going. This is not one of those that's going to end well. Well, it's only going to get worse uh, for them. But uh, if you're the son of uh, the billionaire that went down. I heard he's uh, taking advantage of this he said, opportunity. He said his dad would want him to live his life to his fullest. And so he's been seen all over Instagram at concerts and uh, having the time of his life. Did he throw a cell phone? He, uh, was that he might have been the was one. He was like, I hate this song. Don't arrest me. My daddy's in a submarine. I was out of my mind. <laughs> but but uh, apparently he's going to concerts and living it up and doing his thing. And he's hitting up every OnlyFans model uh, that he can. With a he's he's shooting a shot with anything with a hole right now. So holes are old because he's like, hey, my dad's a billionaire. He's gonna die. Guess what happens? I'm a billionaire. It's all mine. <laughs> I got the keys to the castle, baby. Come on. So no, it's terrible, man. It really is. Uh, let's go to another terrible story. Not as grim and dark, but uh, it's pretty terrible in itself. And uh, there's a competitive fishing crew. Uh, that fished in Big Rock Blue Marlin, the Big Rock Blue Marlin tournament, and they caught a marlin that weighed six hundred and nineteen pounds. And you would have think that would have been the one to win the three million dollars. Yeah, I mean it was the biggest, uh, biggest one caught uh, all year. The second fish, uh, the the other fish that was even close to this one, only weighed four hundred and eighty four point five pounds. So. These guys rightfully win $3 million. Well, guess what, fellas? Jaws said no. Nah. On the way up, it was attacked by a great white shark. 
And they fought this thing for hours to get it on, get it on the deck. Fought this thing forever, got it on, took it to get it weighed in. This was in Moorhead uh, City, North Carolina, by the way. So they get it in. The officials are looking at it. Sorry, uh, guys, this thing's mutilated. Uh, something's wrong with the with the with the body. Total total fish. So we got to disqualify it. That's bullshit. I, I can't control what happens as I'm reeling this thing. I'm punching some. I'm punching a lot of somebody's. Uh, cousin Johnny and I watched a lady gaff a barracuda as long as this table, and then she shrugged that thing up like a champ. And then, pretty sure she, she hand rolled her own tampons. She had she had, <laughs> so basically a buddy of mine's reeling in a trigger fish. This barracuda comes out of nowhere and takes half of it. So he's going to pull it up, and she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, put it back in the water. So he puts it back in the water. He comes back for seconds. As he opens his mouth, she takes a gaff, gaffs that barracuda in the side, bites that gaff, reaches under the gunnel, grabs the gaff in her mouth with her left hand, takes the gaff from under the gunnel in her right hand, gaffs it again, and screams at five teenage boys, open the fucking cooler. And we did what she said, and she deadlifts that son of a bitch over the side of the boat and into the cooler and chunks both gas up like she had ever, she this ain't her first radio then she goes and sits down and drinks some straight bourbon and smokes a marlboro miss judy charters i will never be the same it changed my life <laughs> changed my life was that the part that changed your life or the part you saw her peeing standing up did that change it <laughs> she said here hold this hold <laughs> this oh. oh my god dude that would have been way cool to see it was impressive these poor guys they lost three point seven. What is it? Three point seven five million dollars disqualified over a couple of great white shark bites on this fish. As Arlo said last week, somebody's going to catch these hands. I'm just saying. I'm fighting somebody. I mean, I'm getting hit. Somebody's getting hit. It's it's been a while since I've had my ass whipped, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth some kind of effort on that Spe- one. Especially three point seven five. And these people. Do you know how long it took them to get this fish in? I've been rolling this bitch for hours. hours. They waited in at 11 o'clock p.m. Yeah. Like, they fought that thing for hours. And what's hours. crazy is even with the bites coming out of that thing, it still scaled out what they needed to to win. They, uh... I bet the rules change next year. You're down to it. <laughs> Where's that fine print at? Yeah, so, so the winning fish was the 484-pound blue marlin. One first place, as well as uh, uh, an extra, what was it, uh, extra 700000 for the first boat catch. Uh, Marlin over, no, they, no, that's what they would have won. So the other guys, if they would have caught this fish, they would have won 3.7, I'm sorry, 3.5 million plus an additional 700000 for the first, first boat to catch a Marlin win over 500 pounds. Who's sponsoring these fishing competitions? AFCO, Bass Pro Shop. I mean, good God. <laughs> Johnny Morris. <laughs> that's a that's a hell of a tour to be on. Well, not to be Timmy Topper, but the Pentagon found a, an accounting error, and we're going to send Ukraine our error of six to, $6.2 billion. With a B. Billion. What? Yeah, our bad. We we didn't carry the one, and they get another 6.2. I give up. I, I tap out. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm in the wrong business. Not, yeah, you're, we're not in politics. That's just it, boys. We got integrity. We got integrity. Do we? And we're well. I mean, 
Right well, now we do. More okay. so than I right. used to. More so than I used to. I'll say that. But yeah, man, God dang, really? 6.2 6. 6. 2 billion. I don't and think... she stood she stood up there behind the podium and said it deadpan. Like it wasn't nothing. Like just like, like it was like, how like can you sit there like, stroking a check for groceries? My bad. Uh we we had an accounting error this week and uh we're sending another six point two billion to Ukraine. Just and then and then and I'm like, No, 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 we're not just gonna skate past that. Back up. How about uh another thing too, of course you know it's Pride Month, so what about the Dodgers? What about that stunt they pulled? There was no, but I've seen videos and it's this similar shots, but there was no one in that stadium when they, they recognized that group and the Catholics out front. And that's what they said. They said that it started off. The Catholics were protesting, but they started being joined by basically families that found out what was going on. that had no idea they yeah. were going to do it. And now there's a call to arms to make them the new Bud Light. Let's, they're going to bankrupt the Dodgers. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's be a lie. little harder than you think. Yeah. Good luck. Now, will they take a shot probably in attendance? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I just, because all that money's pre-spent, most of the ticket sales are. I just, yeah. They, yeah, they just, and then what it was, was it, uh, it was the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. And they actually, they did they get banned at first? They they told them they couldn't come there at first, and then whoever and whatever pulled strings, pitched a big bitch fit or whatever, and so then they had their little uh, thing outside Dodger Stadium where they if you didn't see it, um, the these guy these transgender trans dressing men were dressed up like nuns, but they had real flashy like sexual looking clothes on with the big flying nun hats on their heads. And then they had a cross, a guy up on the cross like Jesus, and then they had a guy like pole dancing all over him, like right there in front of the stadium. Wow. So people was in an uproar about it. Uh, and then they pull in the uh, they they have they honor them. It, one of the knots, one of the I forgot what night it was. It was last week. Um, it was the tenth annual Pride Night, and then they got into the stadium was honoring uh, this group of people. And like uh, Arlo had said, it, man, you could have. It looked like a Rome Braves game on a on a Tuesday night. It was there was fewer people there than when they opened the gates and your diehard fans watch batting practice, right? And Dodger Stadium holds quite a bit of folk, so and that's a huge fan base. That's another thing, and, and so my thing is historically. The Hispanic population in LA are probably, I would say, Catholic, ninety percent yes. Catholic. So, uh, this is on that knife's edge where they could lose some revenue. And then you had the other another time, uh, another point this year. There was a, it was a maybe like a board meeting. I believe it was in California as well, and they were talking about uh, the um, curriculum that was coming up with uh, the the ideology that's being pushed right now with the. Uh, with uh, transgenderism and figuring out who you are and what you are well, when, they you're, also, when you're five years old. And uh, the Armenian community did not stand for it. And so what happened, they got out there and protested it. And then some of the Antifa people showed up. Well, there's one thing everybody knows. You don't fuck with the Armenians over shit like that because – they came from a country where they saw... They, they were in the they, gulags. Yeah, they saw the writing on the wall when the government started doing shady shit and taking over and, and pushing their agenda on people. And they're here now, and they're not They're not going to stand for it. I wish the rest of our uh, culture, our people, would pay attention to, 
to these people that come from Venezuela, or these people that come from Cuba, or these people that come from Armenia, Armenian. Uh, I you just got to pay attention to it because these people have lived it. They've seen it. They know they know what's coming next. They're watching the playbook unfold right before their eyes again. And then we're all just like, oh man, no, let's just turn it on and watch the Wonder Years because it's all black people on it now. Well, the state <laughs> of California it's also. Crazy. Um, one up the state of Washington or Oregon one, and they passed the law. Yeah, where they will take your children away if you do not. Yes, yes. If they yes. come to school and say my parents are not telling or not addressing me by my pronouns. Oregon University video come out today of uh, of uh, tampons being installed in the boys' back or the men's uh, restrooms at uh, Oregon University. Why? 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 It was those guys sticking ketchup packs up their ass. Yeah, but you can't get both of them. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> As for me and mine, I'll just use a strawberry popsicle. <laughs> I'm, I, there's so many avenues I'm a, I could uh, go. Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid somebody's going to get some tahini <laughs> in that tomato sauce. It's going to fire off in a in a whole other light. So. <laughs> Dude, come on now. Help me. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I can't. Like, I did stand-up this weekend, and uh, my if you go to comedy, you just go to comedy because it's comedy. And, it, you know, it's Pride Month, so I had all kinds of jokes. Not one person laughed at me, dude. Like, it was Britney's over there howling like a howler monkey. Just everybody laughing. Else is like crickets, Everybody's just looking at me, shaking their head like, you can watch that on Patreon if you want to go check that out. It's my stand-up. It's about... Eight minutes of uh, brutal honesty, <laughs> with a little uh, sprinkle of comedy in the middle of it. So you can join our Patreon and watch that. So, well, fellas, uh, that's going to be about all I can stand for today's uh, episode of the World's on Fire. I, I, you got any parting shots? Anybody? Anything? Wow! Just want to go uh, hug your kids, hug my kids, yep. and yep. <laughs> hide in the closet. That's it with a uh, SKS. I don't know. So. All right, fellas, y'all have a good one. See ya. Later. Bye.